Good morning and welcome to Ignite Purpose with Christina Foxwell. Today I wanted to talk to you about releasing your creativity and really living what you should be living and doing what you should be doing. Uh, I Last night I was on my flight back from Melbourne to Sydney after two days of workshops with a client that I absolutely love. And on the way back I started my journal on uh, remembering who I am. <laughs> and. I, before I came to Australia 11 years ago, I had this moment where uh, I really started journaling a lot of what I was experiencing and thinking and feeling. And I released my creativity and then I came to Australia and I got so scared that I went back into my fear shell. And for the last 11 years, I've been living to survive, which is really ridiculous considering I'm in this beautiful place surrounded by amazing people. And I wanted to say to you today, remembering who we are and loving who we are allows us to free our creativity. Because deep in us, when we know that we're worthy of love and belonging, we're worthy to be uh, creative, have fun, um, laugh, uh, connect with people. Actually, it's all about intimacy with me. Don't you love that? As soon as I can connect to intimacy with me, and actually, I love this. It, it breaks it down like this. Um, into me, I see. Intimacy with me. Into me, I see. Um, <clears throat> there's parts of us that I think sometimes we think, well, in order to be successful, I need to run a company, be a CEO, be a leader, um, earn a lot of money. And of course, I've got to put this caveat on that money is important because it allows you to live. But if you are working to earn and your whole life becomes about the money versus enjoying your life and using the money to help you make a difference in the world I, I I love that lens so let's get back to creativity how do we unleash our creativity I'm going to ask you in your mind can you imagine when you were a child and you did amazing creative things what did that look like what did that look like? I mean, if you were a boy, did you build the most amazing Meccano or Lego sets? Or did you have an imagination where you created an, a story and you and your friends um, played it out? Um, I come from a very creative home. My mother uh, used to tell us stories all the time and we loved her stories. She's a storyteller. and. I remember when I was about nine, I started writing my stories. And I don't know what happened, but I stopped. I wrote as many stories as I could about fairies and imagination. And maybe it's because I grew up in a religious home and my dad was a little bit worried that I would talk about things that didn't align directly to our beliefs. I can't remember exactly, but I remember putting away my book and my pens and stopped writing. I stopped writing. <laughs> And I've had moments in my life where I have connected back in with that creativity and wrote the most beautiful short poems and then put that away. Because that's not what makes you successful. That's not what others want to see. They might laugh at you. Well, you know what? I think we have to be creative and then we have to share our creativity. Uh, I don't think it's about us fitting in. It's about us knowing where we belong. So I have had these moments in my life where I've been very creative. Have you had moments in your life when you've been very creative? 
How much joy did you experience in your creativity? Did you experience a lot of joy? I love being creative, um, which is why I wrote the first book on Oscar. Not only did I want to share a life experience, but I wanted to turn it into a learning. And then I wanted to be creative as I was telling this amazing story about the pufferfish. Last night, I sat on the plane and I was coming back from Melbourne after spending some time in intimacy with me, which is, you know, into me, I see. And I decided I was just going to journal a few things on the plane and I had a choice. I could watch a watch a short uh, movie on my phone or listen to some classical music, which I love, or I could journal. And I just felt this creative spark both to me, so I decided to write. And the book that I sketched out, I'm in love with, and it's all about uh, how the unicorn finds her sparkle. And for any of you that know me, I've turned 45 this year and it's my year of joy. And I know when I state it's my year of joy, I'm probably going to be throwing fireballs <laughs> from the universe in some way, shape or form every now and again. Because if I'm determined to live my year of joy, I have to truly live by that peace. I want to live my year, my year of joy. And I'm going to remind you what happiness is. Happiness is the joy that I feel while striving for my potential. And I connect moments of joy with my potential and moments of joy with releasing those beautiful pieces of me that I've kept hidden because I didn't think anyone would want to see it. So last night as I was writing the sketch of the story, I incorporated love, creation, um, fear, fitting in and belonging, and then finding my gift that helps others. And through that gift, I experienced great joy. I think that is marvelous, don't you? How many of you have lots and lots of gifts that you hide and then we go into that robotic place where we become a, a toy spirit, you know, a little tin soldier in our world where we look and have to feel like everybody else or where we could actually bring our unique gift and make our world better. I think that's so important, don't you? Um, anyway, so... <clears throat> Journaling started to write. Intimacy with me is happening. Creativity is being birthed. So what does that mean though from a perspective of Christina? You run a performance improvement consulting practice where you work very much in the corporate space, helping people um, grow and you know be successful, etc. And I'll go, absolutely, yes. But I am not artificial intelligence I am a human being and I'm creative and I have so much to share and I've got a journey to take people on if they'll go on the journey with me which is actually their journey and I'm only walking beside them Uh, how about I give you this thought what keeps us small and what keeps us away from being our creative selves come on It's the fear that we're not going to be accepted by other people. It's the fear that they're going to laugh at us and tell us who who do we actually think we are. You know, um, you should have possibly a journalist degree or creative writing degree or Bachelor of Arts or to be creative, potentially to tell your story. And yes, you might need to, but I've got a fabulous editor and I've got great people around me who help me. 
but the story is birthing me. I sat with my lovely mother-in-law, and she is lovely, we had a, a conversation in our kitchen, and I was reading Oscar, and she said to me, I'm, I don't think I'm creative, and I said, Mom, I think we all have a story. And I think we do all have a story, and I think we do all have elements of creativity. Um, so how about I say this to you? What brings you joy? When you are at your most joyful, what gives you joy? I have said this many times, but I'm going to share it again. Um, John Maxwell has a passion formula, and it is when I bring my skills, gifts, and talents so that someone else can benefit, be more, learn more, then I can live a purposeful and fulfilled life. Isn't that marvelous? A purposeful and fulfilled life. How many of us are searching for meaning and love and acceptance? I'm going to tell you a few stories about belonging. So I wrote a few stories. In my story of my unicorn, there are a few mini stories as this unicorn finds her sparkle. And one of them is where she tries to imitate being a zebra, but she's actually a unicorn. And she would imitate to be a zebra because I'm African and I've got to bring in these crazy animals that I know. And in order to feel like she fits in with a zebra, she rolls around in some mud. And she arrives in the field to start running around with the zebras after they told her she's too shiny for them. And she she's a bit smelly and dirty. And they laugh at her because she's tried to fit in. Uh, how many of us have tried to fit in versus breathing through it and bringing who we are? Those are two very different things. I was speaking to an executive over the last two weeks and we were talking about people that join organizations and leave organizations and we were talking about the culture they built. Now, I work very much in building high performance cultures from a place of inclusivity uh, from a place where we teach leaders to allow their people to bring their gifts, uh, where we talk about alignment and where we talk about um, no one has to be the same, but can we work together? I mean, those are the critical pieces, right? And this leader and I had a long conversation and they said, well, the culture that they've built over the last few years is one that's not um, exclusive, which means we all need to be zebras running around in the field together, but one that is inclusive, and yet it's still sometimes challenging when we hire for culture. And I went, all right, tell me more. And the conversation ended up, well, there's this DNA that we look for in our people, and when we find it, we know they belong, or we hope they'll belong. Um, and I suppose that's the challenge is of course I'm going to look for skills and of course I'm going to look for competencies and but actually what I'm looking for is I'm looking for that person that might find their way with us and that's not because we're closed but it's because we're open so I asked him well find way find the way talk to me and we spoke about accountability and we spoke about being open and we spoke about being transparent and we spoke about some of the key just behavioral elements that really resonate in this organization and I think the other thing that really resonates is a deep sense of care and love for each other isn't that awesome that's what high performance is a deep care and love for each other 
And I said to this client, so what does that mean? It means that sometimes we have people join us and then they leave us. It means that we have people who stay with us and we develop them and grow and then they might go to something even better. It means we grow our leaders from within if we can so that we can create opportunity for others. But it actually means that we ask people to bring what they have so they can be successful here. If they choose not to be coached, not to be supported, not to be engaged, they generally find they're not that successful there. So I want to go back to my unicorn story and say, have you ever worked in a place where you just feel awkward? (laughs) Like you don't belong, like you're fighting for relevance? I've been there a few times. um, And I've used this analogy with some of the clients I've worked with. You know, when we talk about high-performing cultures, we're looking for a certain kind of um, culture for that organization that will make that organization high-performing. And that's why I'm saying that organization, because we work from healthcare through to community work, through to um, media sales, through to distribution of products and services. So each of them have a unique um, element to them. And we don't want to imprint Ignite purpose element, but we want what we want to imprint is the fundamentals of humanity and how they can bring that to life. I want to reflect on a moment where I was a unicorn rolled in mud (laughs) trying to play with the zebras. I don't know if you've ever been there, but um, as soon as we try and fit in, we never do. But it's also knowing where it's good for us to play and to be. Um, And I think the key thing is once we're confident about knowing who we are, we don't need to change who we are we've just got to find our way um i will use an example there's a few places in my career where i have flourished and then a few places where i have not i am thinking back to when i was 23 and i joined a investment um pension funds administration company I really enjoyed working there. I, I was in a regional team. I worked for a regional office. I found my way with the leadership team. I was promoted within six months from, from sitting on reception to leading the customer service team. I was so incredibly passionate about the work. So passionate. Um, and I remember flying to Cape Town and speaking to my leader about the job and there was a position going vacant for branch manager, which was leading this, the consulting as well as the internal office team. I wanted that role. I was really young. Looking back now, I was probably not ready. I wasn't ready, um, but I was wanting it and I didn't get the role. And I went through some personal circumstance changes. So I got divorced and I was young and I needed to get away from the town we lived in. And I, I remember going to Cape Town speaking to my leader and he's saying to me, just remember, we believe in you and we trust in you in this region. <clears throat> and there's a different culture to the other region. Um, and we want you to stay with us, rather come to Cape Town. I went, no, I'm not going to Cape Town, I'm going to go to Johannesburg. You know, I don't think mistakes are made often, but had I taken that path, I think my life would have been different to 
where it is today and I'm so joyful about where my life is today. But I ended up going to Johannesburg and working in Pretoria and I remember feeling like a unicorn in the zebra pack. <laughs> it was terribly painful. Um, where in East London where I led the team I felt like my gifts were used and I was trusted and I could work hard and my difference wasn't held against me it was nurtured and developed and I had unbelievably great leadership and when I moved to Pretoria it was about fitting in it was about control it was about being a zebra it was about judgment and I remember going through quite a bit of trauma to be honest with you because I started doubting who I am okay see so we started with the unicorn finding her sparkle and we've spoken now about the journey and it's who I am. So I've had many moments of that in my life where we try and fit in and we forget about who we are and it's really painful because we're in a place with people where it's just not right for us and then we armor up to protect ourselves and that armor becomes the way we live our lives versus knowing who we are and letting our beauty and our love and our generosity shine through and make a difference in our world. I'm not fluffy for anyone who knows me really well. I sound really fluffy. Um, but one of my key values is love. Uh, and what I recognize is I've gone through such a starvation of intimacy with me that I lost focus of who I am. So if I had to ask you today, who are you? What brings out your joy, your creativity, your ability to shine? What are some of those gifts that you hide from other people that you are loath to show them who you are? I'm going to share some of my gifts with you today. Um, I love doing creative things like writing, creating jewelry, um, art. I did art in high school. I really loved it. I love that part of me but I'm also a musician and a singer and I don't do that enough and that's probably the next journey of intimacy with me because every time I sing now I cry because it became the greatest gift I had that I lost because I had to choose to only operate in survival mode and I, I'm gonna stress the word choose to because it was the only way for me to be accepted and loved strange that right you want to stick in with the zebra crew you're gonna to have to roll around in mud and be smelly and feel dark and not feel like who you are um, the other things about me is I'm really passionate about people I'm incredibly creative I like doing creative things recently we ran an offsite for one of our clients and we've been working with them for four years so in order to make a difference yet still with deep meaning and purpose we turned it into a um, Hogwarts Terry Potter party and it was fantastic um, but that's taking it left of center right instead of right, running the the usual um, professional sessions we got so much joy so much interaction we tested theories and ideas we spoke about things that mattered and I think isn't that what truly matters how do we take our masks off to see us to, so that we can see ourselves and others can see us too. Yes, the other thing I love doing, um, I really love connecting with people. <clears throat> but I've been so scared of people. Because every time you get caught in 
um, trying to fit in versus knowing who you are, you get hurt. And in the story I wrote, I talk about the unicorn dressing and rolling around in mud trying to pretend she's a zebra. And the zebras can see her a mile off. Her golden horn shining, you know, she's stinky with the mud. And all she thought was, oh, I fit in. Oops. Um, and I think this is the key thing to, to consider today is, I don't want to fit in. I want to be me. But when I bring me, I want me to make a difference in my world. For me, that is important. I'm finding the more I'm spending time working through the things that I thought were shameful and embracing the things about me that are good, that are beautiful, that might not be like everybody else, but isn't that okay too? As long as I can use my gift to help you be more, and I'm not a fixer by the way, because I'm going to fix people, but I want to stand next to you and I want to make sure that what I bring truly makes a difference to your world. And if I don't, I will say sorry. Okay, so how about I ask you, can you put together a journal that reminds you who you are? Because sometimes I think I'm just a provider. Sometimes I think I'm just a businesswoman. Sometimes I think I'm just a mother. But I am a woman, I'm creative, I am kind, I'm generous, I am love people. I, I've got a deep emotional space and a font of love. Um, I think that who I am is good enough, don't you? Who you are is good enough, but I'm going to say this, in order to embrace who you are, you might have to spend some time having intimacy with yourself. So. I'm going to break intimacy down for you one more time. Into me, I see. You have to look. You have to embrace. And then you have to step out and create moments of joy for yourself. Um, this has been a very alternative podcast this morning. I want to remind you that that's the way to release shame and to start loving who I am. Um, one last thought. Recently, I sat down with my coach and we worked through some of the things that were really blocking me. And it was my perspective of um, being shameful, that I am a shameful person. I arrived in Australia 11 years ago, and uh, some of you might know my beautiful husband is a bit younger than me, and he's kind and um, gentle and more quiet. I'm out there. And... I got the feeling that I didn't belong in his world, um, but I was determined to belong in his world because I loved him, and I love him, and he loves me. And I went through the stage where I embraced shame that I thought was happening around me, and maybe there was judgment, I probably picked up on that vibe, um, that who's this woman with her two children married to this man, he could do possibly so much better, have his own family, yet he chose us. And here's the story. I tell myself that I am worthy to be Christina Foxwell. I am worthy to be his wife. I am a little bit older to him, than him and I'm groovy. That's okay. I am joyful to be here. I am a great mother. I am a princess. 
I am a woman of style. I choose to rise because in my rising, others will be more. I choose to love because in my loving, I can allow people to remember they're worthy of love. I choose to walk next to people without judgment because when I do that, it's easier. And listen, that's not an easy one, right? So how about I leave this with you today? Can you remember who you are, number one? Will you be willing to look inside and to start doing those beautiful creative things that make you you that you've been hiding? Will you be willing to be seen? Because you will when you start seeing yourself and being peaceful with who you are. And can you start retelling your story? I belong to my parents. I belong to my life. But mainly, I belong to me. This is Christina Foxwell. I've loved spending time with you. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please do. www.ignitepurpose.com.au If you want to reach out to me on LinkedIn or Facebook, it's Christina Foxwell. Or you can find our, our business page, which is Ignite Purpose. What do we do? We're a coaching and performance practice. We help people develop who they are within organizations to find higher performance, but to find joy and to release their gifts. Um, I've loved spending time with you today. Please reach out and have a marvelous day. Take care.